0: Hi everyone, this is Arzo and you're listening to The Sexy Boss Babe Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. Today's topic is on stress and anxiety. How it is really plaguing society. It affects so many Americans. And how and what can we do to overcome this? So I know that a lot of people experience various levels of stress and various levels of anxiety so many americans are on anti-anxiety medication antidepressants why is this happening why are our lifestyles put together in a way that is conducive to creating this type of feeling um if anyone's ever had a stressful situation we all know we've all been through that in some way or perform you kind of get, um, you know, a hot flash, maybe a tightening in your chest, um, your, your breath starts to, um, uh, you know, you start to breathe a little bit faster and um, it's just not a good feeling overall. And those that suffer or have experienced anxiety or panic attacks, it's even worse. It's taking that feeling of stress and anxiety and multiplying that times you know a hundred and it uh, takes it to a whole other level of anxiety and panic. I myself suffered from anxiety and panic attacks for a very long time, and i mean it was it had gotten to the point where um I mean, I was having panic attacks. Um, I could be sitting in a movie theater and I'd have a panic attack. Uh, so it it can become debilitating and it's not a fun or good experience. Um, I don't experience that anymore. I, I, I did a lot of um, uh, self-therapy and finding ways to overcome anxiety. Um, things that you can, we can all do to lower the stress levels and not get to that flight or fight level. And so first of all, what are things that can cause us stress, right? Um, there there are so many things. It could be um, simple things like uh, extra tasks at work, being pushed to produce, um, you know, results. Uh, on certain timelines and maybe we're overwhelmed. Maybe we have more work on our plate than we can uh, take on. Um, so work's a pretty common place where stress comes from. Uh, another place, of course, are family obligations. A lot of times uh, it's it affects mothers and fathers, I think, but But at home, uh, taking care of a family, uh, making sure that you're providing food, you're taking the kids to all the different activities and games, and then the different obligations that spouses have to one another. And it's, it's, it's difficult, we live in a time where we're juggling a lot. And in order to to thrive, um, we're striving constantly. And we put so much stress on ourselves to meet all these different obligations and, and juggle. Um, and, 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 and those are just a few things, you know, finances are are a source of stress for people. Um, health issues can be a source of stress. And then of course there are traumas from the past that have not been dealt with that can uh, trigger stress. Um, so there's all these different ways of, facing and experiencing stressful moments that can lead to anxiety, um, panic attacks, and even depression. So how do we handle this? How do we manage everything? That's the hard part, right? So how do we do everything and find balance and so that we're not stressed out? The short answer is you can't. That's that's the thing is that we need to come to terms with. We're not going to be able to meet every obligation and do everything and not be stressed. So we have to pick and choose. And that's the thing that we don't want to do as Americans. We want to be able to do everything, have everything, and not be stressed and not have anxiety and be balanced. It's not possible. And I know a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of articles that, you know, people write about how how to have it all and how to do, you know. It's just not realistic. Um, it's a fun idea, but it's just not realistic. We all have a limited bandwidth, and my bandwidth might be different than your bandwidth. Someone else's bandwidth might, you know, have five notches on it. Someone else's has ten notches on it. Um, you know, someone else has a bandwidth of fifteen notches on it. I'm I'm making up this as an example, but knowing what your bandwidth is, what you are able to hold on to on that bandwidth and recognizing that and stopping when you're getting to to the end of your bandwidth once you have put too many things on your plate and you're at the end of the bandwidth that's truly when that stress and that panic and that anxiety really starts hitting and it's almost kind of like if you kind of like have like a like create a mental image and try to imagine having like a like a little like a clock. Okay. So let's just, yeah, let's just imagine a clock. So 12 o'clock, um, you know, if, if the arrow's at at 12 o'clock, that's, you know, neutral zero. Um, most of us, you know, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. So in that five o'clock and six o'clock range is what most people are operating at when your life is in balance, let's say. Okay. You have a job, 9 to 5, stress levels kind of normal, um, you know, nothing out of the ordinary, uh, no big problems at home or family, and, um, you know, finances are okay. So you're kind of operating at that 5 or 6 level. That's great. Um, but so let's say that now all of a sudden uh, you have a parent that became ill and you're going to have to deal with somebody, you know, that has cancer in your family, let's say. So now all of a sudden that 5 or 6 Jumps up to about seven or eight, right? And now let's say that all of a sudden at work, they're starting to lay people off, and your position or your department may not exist in six months. So all of a sudden now that seven or eight has moved to a nine, okay? Now all of a sudden, um, you find out that your spouse has cheated on you. And what is that going to do to your stress level? All of a sudden that's going to go from a nine to a 10 or 11, maybe even a 12. Okay. Um, so now all of a sudden you're at almost max capacity of your stress levels. And if any one more thing happens, it'll probably push you over the edge. So that's kind of how you should, you should look at or try to look at how to manage your stress by imagining kind of like a little clock like that. I don't know if I described it right, but I, I hope you guys were able to follow along. Um, so let's say, let's just say, um, parent gets worse. Okay. The parent that was sick and has cancer gets worse and it becomes terminal. That is going to most likely push things over past the 12 o'clock. So now that you're past that, you're in this constant stress and anxiety place. Um, and, and that's what leads to the anxiety. And if the anxiety um, isn't dealt with, panic attacks, and if those things aren't dealt with, a lot of times that could lead to depression. And depression sometimes can be temporary. Um, and those problems can change and the stress levels can come down and then that depression can go away. And some people, if you're constantly operating at this stress level, you can end up, uh, with, with chronic anxiety and chronic depression. Um, and it doesn't go away because your stress levels are so elevated all the time. Um, things are not changing. So in a situation like this, and in, in the scenario that I gave, um, that scenario, if it's, if, if it's a one-off, it doesn't look like it's a, uh, it, it might not be a long-term chronic stress situation a lot of those things are um, if, if you look at them they're temp- they could be temporary so for example let's start with the first one which is you know everything was fine and then the parent got sick uh, illness and and uh, those things it's it's part of life and that's the other uh, hard part is that as a society we don't address and deal and talk about illness and death in a healthy way. So, when it comes upon us in those manners, a lot of times we don't know how to deal with it. Um the other part is with regards to a job. So, for example, you know, maybe the department is going to be eliminated and there's layoffs in the company. Um eventually another job will come up. Um and, and the thing with, with those things are is that every one of the stressors in life, they're temporary. There's no such thing as a permanent stressor, whatever it is, and no matter how hard, how difficult, or how challenging it is, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a, it's an illness in the family, um, a, a job layoff, financial, at the end of the day, it's not permanent, you will eventually get past it and you're not always going to be at that level 12 stressor. Okay. The health of the parent is going to eventually go in one direction or the other. It'll either get better. Um, and if, you know, like I said, if it's cancer, the person ends up going into remission. And if it doesn't worst case scenario, and that leads to, um, a full blown illness and then death, um, there's a process. There's going to be a grieving process. And you're going to go through that grieving process. And then there's going to be a coping period and an acceptance period. And that has to do with taking the time to, to heal through that pain and doing the work. And sometimes people talk about doing, you know, doing the work when it comes to self-healing. Um, and when it comes to stress and anxiety, uh, self-healing is an important part of the equation. Um, being kind to yourself, being gentle with yourself. Um, When it comes to a job, same thing. Let's just say, you know, two things happen. Let's say now that the department decides they're not going to do any more layoffs, your department's safe, you're back to your safe zone, everything's fine. But let's say, and your stress level goes down. But let's say that that's not the case and they do push forward, they eliminate the department and they lay you off and now you don't have a job. So of course there's gonna be a, a period um, in a temporary period of of panic and stress of what's gonna happen, what am I gonna do, looking for another job, looking for another opportunity, and eventually that will come, eventually it will come, and eventually you'll find that next thing um and same thing with the situation with a spouse um, either you work through the infidelity um or. Most oftentimes, it ends up in separation and eventually divorce. And eventually, that stress level will go down um, depending on the outcome of the situation. And the most important thing in these scenarios to keep in mind, like I said, is that nothing is forever. And the other thing, and I talk about this in other episodes, is the mindset, the power of your mindset mindset. The power of the mindset is very, very important. Um, I had an experience. I um, had lost my little brother when I was, uh, he had cancer um, in like the late 90s. And it was one of the hardest experiences for me to go through. Um, Seeing him in the hospital and seeing him suffer and go through chemotherapy and, you know, watching him die, essentially. And after he died, I had a very difficult time getting through that. And I just didn't understand it. I did not understand how it was possible for this beautiful, innocent, sweet little angel to be taken away. And it caused a lot of stress and anxiety for me. And it took a long time to overcome that. And for me, it ended up being a mindset shift. And it came, um, it came in the form of a, of a poem that I had read um, by Khalil Gibran. And uh, it said something along the lines of when a soul reaches its life purpose, the soul chooses to depart. And to me, that sentiment was so beautiful And it made me see death in a different way. And it all of a sudden wasn't this grim, horrible thing. It was this beautiful, purposeful existence of a soul. And that particular statement or that particular line in the poem, it gave me a sense of peace and solace. And it changed my mind on how I think about death. And it helped me heal through that situation. And other, I have such a big family, um, and with a big family comes a lot of, you know, funerals. You know, people get older and they pass away. And so that was something that once I kind of realized that about what happened with my brother's passing, it completely changed how I saw death after. And so um, I've just dealt with it differently. And so that's another thing, too, that people that believe in a faith um, or have some kind of a faithful practice – it's important to lean on those things too. Um, if you are struggling with challenges like that, there's nothing wrong with leaning into someone's faith. Um, you know, regardless of what it is, that's something that's personal for every person and it's definitely a source of strength. Um, and it gives people a sense of peace. I think the other thing is, um, just being mindful of those, of those different things that are going on in one's life. And, and, and just, again, I I keep pushing on this, but knowing that it's temporary, whatever the situation is, it's not the end of the world. Um, no matter what it is. And the thing about life is life is not always going to be perfect. Life is not always going to be in balance. It's just not, that's not how that's, it's not the nature of life. There's going to be periods of peace and stability and happiness and calmness. And there's going to be periods of chaos and of unpredictability and of pain and of sorrow. Neither one is permanent. And I think we sometimes think that, you know, having everything perfectly in balance is, um, is, the, is the goal. And striving for balance is an important thing, um, but it's again, it's not practical to, to realize that it's a consistent all the time thing. It's just not. So how do we handle those stresses and those um, anxieties? And the most important thing is, is recognizing them and admitting to ourselves that they're there. And when those stressors, so when, so if we kind of look back to the clock scenario, once we start getting to like, once we're really passing the six mark is when we need to start thinking about what we can do to give us support. And once you start hitting seven, you're in the stress zone. And once you start getting close to eight, you're really pushing it. And it's, and it's, and it's only going to get worse if you don't come up with ways of coping. And with stress, that's the other important thing is finding coping mechanisms. And I don't mean, obviously, um, you know, drugs and alcohol. And a lot of people turn to that because it's easy. It's an easy fix. It's right there. The pain or the stress goes away. And there are so many other things that we can do in those moments to alleviate stress. Um, One of the most uh, immediate, immediate, things that can help is through breath work and breathing exercises. When you immediately feel a sense of stress, stop what you're doing, excuse yourself, go to a quiet area and stop and breathe. That's something that I do all the time. um, Or it's a method that I use all the time. I was Uh, hosting and facilitating this uh, big film screening with 200 people, and um, which after the fact, everybody said everything went great, but as the person that's that's kind of producing the event, there's a lot of pressure and there's stress, and I was so stressed out, and I had to pull myself aside, and I uh, found a quiet area away from everybody, and for 10 minutes, I just was in a com- in complete silence away from questions, away from anything and just centering myself and breathing, breathing until I was able to kind of anchor myself again and then go back out and handle everything else that was going on. And in, in situations like that, those are like those temporary stressors that can put you to a 12. Um, but they're momentary. They're, they're episodic because it's it, it exists during that one instance. So, um, that's that's a basic thing that, that we can all implement, um, no matter where we are. If you're in a car, pull over, um, take a couple minutes. Um, the other thing is, I don't know if you guys have ever tried music therapy. Music is such an amazing way to um, find a sense of calm. That's something that I use a lot is music therapy. Um, if I'm in a bad mood, it almost immediately uplifts me and it changes my whole, um, my whole demeanor, my whole, uh, mindset, and it brings me to a happier and calmer place. Um, and you know, I, I, I'm a big music lover, so, uh, I've got the different, you know, I've got different music for different, you know, moods and, you know, whatever. So whatever those things are for you, uh, finding, you know, something melodic typically is, it's, it's, it's a nice way of, of finding peace and, and, and calm and music kind of, uh, it, it, it syncs with our, um, with our heartbeat and, uh, that's what it's, it's one of the ways to kind of help us. And I mean, I'm sure you've, you've heard of, you know, listening to music, you know, if, if you're pregnant, um, that it can affect the brain development of the, of the child, of, of the infant, um, or listening to certain kind of music when you're studying it, it, it helps, uh, to retain information better. Uh, so there's something definitely to, to be said about music to be able to put us in a, some type of a trance state or some type of a, of a, of a calmer and more focused state. So definitely that's something that you can incorporate. That's a, that's a healthy way of of dealing with stress. <clears throat> Another method that a lot of people and doctors and uh, psychologists will often promote is exercise. And exercise I think is a really great one because of a few different things. Um, not only are, you, are there endorphins being released in the brain when you exercise and endorphins are, are happy hormones, right? So if you are in a state of sadness or stress, um, it creates that natural um, positive uh, feeling in through this, you know, through physical exercise. The other thing that's great about exercise when you are stressed or when you're experiencing anxiety or you're upset is you have a place when you're exerting energy, you're expelling that negative energy that's inside of you. And that feeling of expelling the energy through exercise... It, it's very satisfying. So it gives you this satisfying feeling. Um, one of my favorite things to do if I'm stressed is I like to go for a swim. And the reason why I like to go for a swim, other than the fact that I just like swimming and <laughs> I like being in the water, um, there's something about being submersed in water and swimming underwater that it does something very different for me for me when it comes to stress um and i i mean i'll i'll use this as example just yesterday i just had so many things going on and and my stress wasn't over anything you know specific it was just juggling and managing too many things and as an entrepreneur we tend to do that it's just, it's kind of part of the you know part of the game and and that's another thing too, as as an entrepreneur, you constantly have to be mindful of managing your stress because if you're not paying attention, um, it can negatively impact you. So yesterday was one of those moments where I just had, I was juggling like 20 different things and it got to the place where all of a sudden I'm just stressed and I didn't check myself sooner than I should have. And so I thought to myself, what can I do right now to alleviate this stress? And I thought, okay, breathing exercise. I'm like, I I might be a little past that one. Um, you know, maybe, and, and also I, I like to, um, looking at calm, uh, looking at a, at a calm, uh, calm scenery or a beautiful scenery can also be calming too. So looking at a, you know, you know, sitting somewhere quietly in, in nature, um, looking at nature, looking at trees, looking at at a beautiful mountain or the sky, those things really help too um but uh, so I thought, you know what what do I need right now <laughs> and so i I realized i i I need a little bit of a bigger intervention um to to kind of snap me out of this stress level, and so I immediately thought, you know what I know going for a swim always turns everything around, so um, I took, I checked out for the day. Um, uh, so no, I didn't check out for the day cause I did still have work to do, but I did take a pause in my day and I stopped everything I was doing, uh, put on my swimsuit, went to the pool and went for a swim. And like I said, being in the water like that, being submersed underwater, you're in a physically different environment. So it's, it's, um, I know this is a little bit weird to say, but it's almost like, like being in another planet or just something that is not normal, right? Because we're walking around on the earth in, you know, air. But when you're in a pool, you are in a different environment. You're in a different kind of an atmosphere when you're underwater. So I think it does, I, I don't know the science behind this, to be honest with you, but I think it does something to your nervous system. It it kind of just puts you in a different place. Um, and That would be an interesting thing to look up actually, but it almost within moments, it just, the stress is gone. Um, and then swimming and physically moving your body through the thickness of water, um, you're exerting energy and it, it's, it's almost a little bit meditative. I think it's all, it's kind of hard to even, um, have other thoughts in your mind when you're in a pool swimming. So that's definitely one of my most favorite go-to's when, when for, for stress. Um, and I'll swim for like an hour or something. And, you know, I feel like a complete different person when I'm done and that's how I felt. And after I got out, I was totally calm, came back, ate something and took a little break, took a shower and got back to work. So definitely a great, um, a great little tool or a great little idea to add to your arsenal. Um, The other one, of course, doing yoga and getting into a practice of yoga and meditation. And every, um, almost every successful person I read about um, talks about how they have a practice of yoga and meditation. And really at the core of it, what is it? It's taking time out of the day to not think about anything and giving your brain some time to just relax, right, we put ourselves through so much we we forget about it, right because our body gives us so much our body our brain everything it, it it's constantly providing for us, and we we don't even think about it how How amazing our 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 whole being is um to allow us to do all the things that we do, and we forget to give it something to help it. Um, which, you know, again, it could be you know, food that is nutritious, uh, water and um for our brains taking that time to just slow down, stop and meditate. And it's like letting our our computer uh turn off so that it's able to recharge before we turning turn it on again. So as I'm saying this and sharing this with you guys, I'm it's just um uh reinforces it for myself also. And it's one of those things, you know, all of these things, they're things to be continuously practiced and, and, um, always, you know, we should try to incorporate these different things into our lifestyles if, if we currently aren't. Um, but those are some, some really great ways of, uh, handling stress. And for some people it might not be enough. And, uh, there are cases where it's just not enough and that means, um, seeing a doctor seeing a licensed you know therapist and possibly getting on medication and that's okay too that's it's it's about what works for you and what's best for you and the whole point of this is is just recognizing what those things are and again those things could be alleviated the stress could be alleviated just by doing breath techniques breath work it could be alleviated by just music or just exercise and for some it's not and so for 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 people where it's just a constant struggle all the time and it's affecting your day-to-day and it's affecting your relationships for those people it's important to recognize that and say hey i might need help and there's nothing wrong with with admitting that you need help and uh, seeking that help out um so there's lots of different ways of, of dealing with stress and uh just to wrap this up um at the core, it's just knowing that it's not forever it's not gonna last forever so um get I, I i hope that gives people some solace knowing that it's not gonna last forever um and i I hope we all find ways to incorporate healthy ways to get us through those stressful moments so that we're not operating at an eleven or twelve and we bring it down back to a five or a six uh so I hope that was helpful for most of you and I hope it gave you something um, to think about um, or to share with somebody else because we all, again, we all know somebody in our lives that's experiencing stress and anxiety and this might be um, a nice little thing to share with someone to give them some, some tips. So that's all for today. As always, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate, um, any comments or feedbacks. I get, um, wonderful messages in my DMS a lot of times, uh, from people, um, commenting about the podcast and what they got from it. So thank you guys. And don't forget that I run a contest every Tuesday. So this week's winner was Jackie Lutz and, um, Next week, I'll be announcing the winner on Tuesday, on Tuesday's episode, and it's very easy to enter the contest. All you need to do is listen to the podcast and subscribe and leave a comment about this episode or about Tuesday's episode. And, um, or it does actually doesn't matter. Just leave, leave a comment about the podcast. That's fine. Screenshot that, uh, post it to your Instagram story, tag us at the sexy boss, babe, And that will be you entering the contest. And then um, we will select a winner and announce it next week on Tuesday. And the winner is uh, we'll be getting a Sexy Boss Babe full-size product and one additional mystery full-size product. So that will be your prize. So stay tuned. Uh, Continue supporting us. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, my handle is at the Arzo Yusuf, A R Z O Y U, S like Sam, U F like Frank. Uh, for our Sexy Boss Babes, you can follow us at the Sexy Boss Babe. And to learn more about us, you can visit our website at www.sexybossbabe.com. Thanks again for joining. Have a great day. One last thing, guys. As a reminder, we're a social impact company, and for every purchase of a Sexy Boss Babe product, we're able to support charities that help foster youth and survivors of sex trafficking. There are 500,000 kids in the American foster care system, and 60% of sex trafficking victims are either former or current foster youth. This demographic needs our help, and before we can do that, we need to raise awareness. We've started an awareness campaign using the hashtag SBB movement. You can help us raise the awareness through using that hashtag. To learn more about this cause and this movement and what more you can do, please visit our website at www.SexyBossBabe.com. We really believe that together we can make a difference. Thank you for listening.